It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's your ceiling. Look up. That's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Today's episode is Your Ceilings Taking It Up a Notch, and the show notes can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 333. So this was a Kelly, Kelly Oh, request. you guys, I fought for this one. I fought <laughs> for it. She did. I did. I did. Yeah. I, what did they say? I, I went to the mat. No, I had to go to the ceiling for this one. <laughs> said, it's going to be good. So you all better listen to this and tell your friends to listen to it because she's gonna, if, if not a lot of people listen to this one, she's going to say, see, I told you. Next time you have a good idea, forget it. And then you're going to miss out on all my good ideas. Hey, you know what? Anita is brilliant. And I know, you know, we don't always 100% agree. And this is a little time where we we didn't 100% agree. But she's going to come around. Yeah. She's going to come around on the ceiling thing. And all of a sudden, she'd be like, oh, I just painted my ceiling. I just put some planking up. I'm thinking about putting some removal paper. We have a lot of things to cover today. I want you to know that this episode is being brought to you by Diane James. Diane James offers the most beautiful faux floral arrangements online and, in our opinion, in the world. And we're going to tell you about that a little bit later on in the show. And now we're going to dive up, jump up, and talk about the ceilings. Mm -hmm. It's the fifth wall. Don't you discount it. It has mm-hmm. such an opportunity to make your room more interesting, to have uh, more places to decorate, and to really put that designer touch on your decor. Well, and I have to, to be fair, when people come into my house, the, one of the first things they comment on are the beams in my kitchen. Um, as I used to say in my yeah. former profession, I rest my case. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All righty. I think don't get too big for your britches now. I think we're done. Can't wait till the next idea I come up with. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Anita's beams are fabulous and everybody should take notice of them. They are gorgeous. But no matter what kind of ceiling you have, except for the sad popcorns, but there is hope yeah. for those too. Um, so many ways to just tackle those these days that you don't have to take them all down. Uh, but, you know, say you just have a room that's pretty much a square and then you have mm-hmm. this fifth wall. Um, lots of people just paint it ceiling white, whatever that is, like who made that up? Um, and they leave it at that. And that's kind of that's boring. Right. <clears throat> that is the standard thing that is done. And um, I did do some research mm-hmm. on ceiling white. It's not just the name. Apparently, and this may not be true for every paint company, but apparently ceiling white is not really necessarily um, talking about the color, although it all seems to be that very sort of like white, white. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a thicker paint, apparently. Um, it's always flat when you're talking about the ceiling mm-hmm. white. If you went mm-hmm. in and asked for ceiling white, it would be a flat paint. So it doesn't reflect any of the imperfections. Oh, well, that's smart. Right. And so, you know, in a basic 
a house or like an apartment where they're going to spray everything white and, you know, it, you're going to, if you rent it, you're going to have to put your touches mm-hmm. in. It's just going to be like cleaning it up. That's a perfect choice, you know, just fine. You know, why emphasize a bump in the ceiling or something like that? But when mm-hmm. you're talking about your own home and you've, you know, you have a nice flat ceiling or, uh, you want to do something interesting up there, it doesn't have to just be this flat white paint. Well, and if you have a cathedral ceiling, I think it's just crying for some sort of decorative something to put up there because it's so much a special part of the room and your eyes are looking up uh, to see that. So I definitely love to see some beams on there even as they're like, cross pieces or if they're kind of uh, hugging the ceiling. But that's a beautiful look to have the beams up there. And that's, you know, that's something that actually I'm, I'm planning to do a room like that. So I Ooh, to add the beams at the, in the mountains. Oh, yeah. That'll be so wonderful. It, it needs so them there, I think. There. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait till you really trick that place out in your style. It's going to be fabulous. Really gorgeous. So, you know, the easiest way to take it up a notch on your ceiling is paint. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can use all sorts of paints, obviously. As we we're saying, a flat finish is going to hide more of the imperfection. So if your ceiling isn't perfect, you might want to stay in with that sort of finish. But if your ceiling can take it uh, and you want to be a little bolder, if you do it to semi-gloss or something up there, it's going to reflect. Even if the, it's a white and you mm-hmm. did semi-gloss, it's going to reflect the light completely differently. Um, you can also use metallic paints. Mm-hmm. I've done that to great effect in um, my daughter's room. My plan is to do that in my bathroom as well. And I'm really excited to just carve out some time to do that because I think it's going to make a big difference in that room. Um, well, can I, mm-hmm. uh, I, I did want to say this because as we're talking about painting the ceiling a color, uh, I think there is some temptation to put the same color on the ceiling as you put on the wall. And remember my old house that we had to move because otherwise we'd have to paint it. Yes. Well, I didn't really tell the whole story there. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a little more to the story. So not only were all the walls gold, I mean like the entire downstairs, all the walls were this gold that I couldn't stand anymore, but I was so smart ha ha, <laughs> <laughs> that I painted all the ceiling gold to match the walls. You didn't. Yes, I did. Wow. It was a big gold box that wow. was just closing in on me. Wow. So that's a lot. It's a lot of gold, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not metallic gold, but you know what I mean? Kind of a yellowy gold. Harvest. Yes. Well, yes. 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 Yes, So, so my cautionary tale there is, or my suggestion is not necessarily, if you're going to paint the ceiling, I wouldn't necessarily just match the walls. Maybe come up with some color that you love, that you want to put up there, that you would keep, even if you change the color on the walls. So that's my thought there. What do you think? Well, while I'm recovering from this information, <laughs> you know, that was a big omission. We've been talking about that house you had to move from for a long time. I kind of well, forgot. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, if you're- I blocked it. I think you might have, but it's just coming back now after years of therapy, years of being out of that golden (laughs) box. Was it the whole house (laughs) and all the ceilings? Uh, Not the entire house, but uh, I think it was the foyer, the- Family room, the breakfast room. Stop, I, stop, yeah, stop, see, stop, 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 see, okay. see? And that was a, I mean, that was a pretty large house. Wasn't it like ranch style or something too? Like, no, 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 no. It was a colonial, like had the big columns in the front. Oh, colonial, gotcha. Yeah, kind of okay. like a little like Graceland, only much smaller. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know, that whole um, painting, the ceiling and the walls, the same color can have this sort of enveloping feel. But, you know, I would just do that in one room. And mm-hmm. probably you would say that too, if you were going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. And that, right. The ceilings were just done in a couple of the rooms, to be fair. Right. But still. Okay. It was too much though. It, that's a lot. Yeah. But yeah. I could I could sort of see that working. Like, I don't know why I, aubergine is like a color that keeps running through my head when I think about, about enveloping the room and painting. Had that it been way. aubergine, I'd probably still be there. You still, well, you see, so it's good because it really, your house now is absolutely fabulous. But, um, but that's a lot of eggplant. You might have felt like it was eggplant and not aubergine if you lived in it. But, you know, I'm picturing sort of like, uh, you know, a very smaller size bedroom done in one color floor, uh, walls and ceiling. That could be pretty fabulous or a study, like the study mm-hmm. that you always want to do. Mm-hmm. What yeah. if you made the ceiling the same dark color? It would be kind of cool. So I could see that working, but I see what you're saying. Like that was just a little bit too much. Well, I'm just saying be careful because – Yeah, be careful. It's like, uh, you know, when you want to change the color on the walls, it's enough to swallow how much work it is or how much you're going to have to pay someone. But then right. when you throw in the ceiling, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you're just like kicking yourself going, yeah. what was I thinking? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, you've moved on and we're going to move on from that too. So other options for the ceiling, of course, beams, as Anita has mentioned, absolutely gorgeous. You can do those in the rough hewn way. They can be reclaimed. They could be brand new wood. They could be painted. Mm-hmm. That adds so much interest to a ceiling. Mm-hmm. And oh, I don't really absolutely. think that's very hard to add that at all. No, I and people don't realize those. Uh, most of these beams are not load bearing, so it, they're decorative, and they are added as one of the last things anyway. So you know it's not a big deal in most cases to add beams to your house after, even though you know it may be five, ten, twenty years old. Yeah, yeah, and aren't some of them lightweight in that? They're sort of the inside of it is kind of like maybe a foam core or something, and then they're wrapped in the wood. Well, you can do that. I mean, mine, I went to a salvage yard and picked up some old uh, beams. Uh, you know, I mean, they look like they'd been in a barn. I don't know where yeah. they've been, yeah. but Which uh, mine cool. were solid. Mine right. were, I mean, mine were the real thing. So they weren't, it wasn't wrapped foam, it was just solid wood. Right. But uh, yeah, but you can buy some probably engineered ones that are made to look old that are uh, filled with foam or something right, that would be right. much so more lightweight. A lot easier to put up on a ceiling when you're like, hey, oh, yeah. I have a great idea for this long weekend. <laughs> See those giant that would be beads better. I have yeah. there? I know. You're going to well, put now if it's a ceiling with If me. it's a huge, well, yeah. See, because we actually did have to put a steel beam in the house that we're in. 
And, uh, you know, it couldn't be a wood one. It needed to be steel to actually hold the upstairs uh, in place. And so in that particular case, we wrapped that one with wood. Aha, uh-huh, yeah. You know, so you can do something like that as well. That's a good idea too. Yeah, if you have pre-existing beams that aren't attractive, you mm-hmm. can wrap them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. And, you know, I love that idea with the planking on the ceilings. And I know you've done that in some rooms. And, you know, our friend Cindy of Edith and Evelyn, that's how she covered up that popcorn ceiling in her house. Way to go. Right. And we'll link to that. But it was she did a fabulous job. She did do a fabulous job. Yeah, be careful with that popcorn ceiling because if your house was built before 1978, it very well could be asbestos. So we don't want you, you know... Uh, loosening that and uh, exposing yourself to something there. So you you definitely want to make sure you're being very safe. Yeah. And I think there's a pretty simple test for that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're doing the uh, planking on top of it, you may not, uh, may not be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even bother. If I had that, I wouldn't bother taking it down. I would just put something over it. I well, love, that's what she did, I think. Yeah. Right? I love doing the, the planking. I mean, uh, I've talked about that a lot before and that is it was really inexpensive and made such a difference it's it's i think to doing the ceiling treatments you know obviously you have to take into account the type of ceiling you have number one you know you Mm -hmm. guys didn't need me to tell you that but just the whole way the room works and you know just like if you were thinking about wallpapering a room like Sometimes if the room is just too big, it'll it'll just be too much, right? So it it may not be a good choice for every single room. If you have a big giant open concept room and you've got you know your TV area on one end and your dining room is all the way on the other end, and then you decide you want to paint your ceiling navy blue, maybe that's not the best choice of rooms to do that. Maybe do that in a bedroom or do that in a a library room or do that in a, you know, an extra room, a guest room or something like that. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes just a big expanse like that. But if you were thinking about doing it in in any room, but particularly a larger room, I think it's a beautiful look to have the darker hue on the wall and then a lighter hue on the ceiling. So you're in the same color family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that can really be effective um, and give a room such a wow feel to it. Yeah. And you know what I found recently? Because I know we both love that look of a coffered ceiling. Yeah. I found some, they're not traditional. I know there's also tin ceiling tiles that were used in the Victorian times that you can use on your ceiling. But that's not what I'm talking about now. Uh, but there are some tiles that you can glue to your ceiling that kind of have the look of a coffered ceiling. And you just use adhesive to put them on. I'll include the link that I found. But I thought, what a cute, what a neat idea. So are they, they're three-dimensional or they just yes. have some sort of illusion? No, they're three-dimensional. Cool. It's kind of more like, it looks like they have molding on them. So yeah. it's not exactly coffered, but it kind of it reminds me of that. Because coffered I think that'd be ceilings a nice are look. so expensive. I know, I know. To put and then to make sure that you're getting, you need a fine craftsman to get that right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that can't yeah. be somebody who kind of like you know fudges their edges. 
their mitered corners. They need to be smack on, right? So exactly. You got to be really careful with that. Yeah. And Anita mentioned the tin. Yes, of course, that's a really interesting ceiling treatment. Um, you can get those tin ceilings from brand new or you could reclaim them. I mean, from my experience, it's hard to get reclaimed ones to fit perfectly. And of course, you know, they, they have to be cut, um, sometimes, and you have to make sure each tin is the same pattern and all that. So it may just be a lot easier if you bought new ones. Uh, and then you can paint those any color. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I think they'd be nice painted. And then what I did recently is the wallpaper in my girl's bathroom, which I had recently installed, which is from Graham and Brown. Love it. I, chose it's a, called a paintable wallpaper but it's just it has like a relief on it like you know it's raised and it mm-hmm. looks like ceiling tile but small ones like four by six mm-hmm. but it has that look to it so it's white and it has this the ceiling tile design oh, and cool. i mean i know all ceiling tiles have a different design but you when you look at this wallpaper you'll be like oh that looks like ceiling tile um and i, I know what it, you mean yeah repeating right. pattern mm-hmm. exactly i used it on the walls in this bathroom and the ceiling is painted gray it looks so sharp but i was thinking because i have some left over i was like oh I could use that in my bathroom for the ceiling even, but although I'm fixed on painting the ceiling, this metallic gold, but that would be a wonderful way to get the tin ceiling look just with wallpaper. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Wallpaper would be beautiful. Uh, The other thing you could use is stencils. Yeah. You had a really cool stencil. I don't just, I, just not ducks. No ducks. Well, no, but maybe stars <laughs> or something. That's what I say when I hear stencil. I'm like, oh no, the ducks. But like stars. How about gold stars? That'd be cool. Yeah. See, I, I like that one. Yeah, that's fun. And you know, rooms that you can have some fun with, like yeah, you know, a teen room or a kids room or a, you know, a bathroom or something like that. That's a fun place to really sort of do different stuff. Like they even have those stickers that are polka dots and they come in gold and all different colors. You could even do something fun like that. Oh, yeah. Well, what about using uh, your painter's tape and painting stripes on the ceiling? Wow. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah, For a kid's room? No, I think that would be so fun. Or even if you did it, uh, you know, in the black and white awning stripe look. I mean, that could be so crisp and cool looking, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be great? So, I mean, that would be great in a central hall colonial type of house if it was decorated, you know, sort of traditionally, but you have like a little twist going on, Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. a little more lively. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. And well, and you know what I did on my porch? I don't know if I pointed it out to you when I, you were here. Is I have the old beadboard on I, the ceilings of my porches. I know you didn't point that out to me, but I do love that. Okay, That's yeah. Cute. So it's kind of green. It's different colors, but right. so ours is reclaimed. But you could even put new up on the ceiling and paint it, uh, whatever yes. color you wanted. And I mean, historically, people, particularly in the South, right? They paint the ceiling of their porch that blue. What is that blue called? I'm just, well, yeah, I don't know, but know. supposedly if you put that in your porch ceiling, I think it was the mosquitoes or the flies wouldn't show up. It's mm-hmm. it's a bold-faced lie. 
Right, but tell. but there was probably also because it looked pretty to be that blue above. Well, her I think hat. it is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't. I've That's gonna, a reason to do it. It's gonna drive me crazy. That I can't think of the name of that blue because it is like a certain blue, right? Oh, there's a name to it. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Um, but it's talking about historically. So historically, the designer approach for ceilings, um, has been. Just to add a few drops of the color of your walls to the white. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that would sort of unify. So it wouldn't be such a stark difference between the white and whatever color you want. It would just have a little tiny tint of that. And that's something you could do. I mean, and that's something you may, if you're saying, oh, this painted ceiling, this decorative ceiling is really not for me, but maybe I don't want to just use ceiling white. So mm-hmm. that is a really um, tried and true treatment for your ceilings and then we'll kind of just bring those colors have them talk to each other a little bit more than they would if it was stark ceiling white and then whatever color the wall is mm-hmm. yeah I, you have to think about the ceiling like we were saying before you know it's a, depending on the room it, you know it's it could be a very big area uh and that in well that and sense, then the, the drops what you were saying if you're adding a little bit of tint though if you change the color of your wall now that's the downside then yeah, you know then you really true. are having to change out the, the ceiling also which just brings us back to white <laughs> right but here's an aside i don't think i would ever paint my walls without painting my ceiling again really yeah, unless I painted the walls last week and I decided I hated the color and I was painting them again and the ceiling had just been freshly painted the week before. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of like putting curtains on dirty windows. Like I would always paint the ceiling too. Like if you're doing it, you're doing really? it. Really? I would. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. That's the way I would roll. Mm. But as I was saying before, like thinking about in a big room, like, hey, you know, be careful. Your ceiling's big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be big. Um so that was kind of like in the cautionary tale part of doing something. But and the other aspect of it being large is that it's a big space that you get creative with. I mean, think about it. It is equal in size to the total floor space in whatever room you're in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're not – you could think about doing it and then decide that wasn't right for your room. Mm-hmm. Like we're saying in one of these open concepts might not be right. Or you just don't like that idea. It's a little too much. Um but you should consider something on your ceiling. You should think about it. You should think about that fifth wall because you might be leaving a really cool decorating opportunity on the table, on the floor, or mm-hmm. <laughs> not on the ceiling, someplace <laughs> else. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, and there there really are some very fun, creative things that you can do. And the, the the neat thing about decorating the ceiling with a dark color or a gold or, you know, some, doing something unexpected like wallpaper is that it is unexpected. Anything you do to the ceiling besides just painting it white is going to be probably a wow for the room because most people don't do anything. Right. And it's going to bring the, your eye up. Mm-hmm. And speaking of eye up and uh, that sort of thing. People think dark colors sort of close things down and going to make your room look smaller. No, 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 no. That's really not true. Mm-hmm. Dark colors, I mean, sure, if you had a small bedroom and it was all painted like a, you know, aubergine, as we said, or a mocha or something like that, and it was all sort of had that cocoon feel to it, mm-hmm. well, that's a, you know, that's a certain look in a small room. But dark colors actually do open up spaces because it gives you this sense of sort of, 
infinity in a sense because mm-hmm. dark colors they recede rather than coming towards you right i i always thought oh dark colors make rooms smaller and then i was i had read this in various places no 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 that's really not true and this was years ago and then i tried it out not really purposefully but i saw it actually happen before my eyes with a fence in our last house our last house the yard was not big at all. So I could see the fence. We had a small pool and I could see the fence beyond it. And there were trees growing up and all of them in front of it. And the fence was white. And I would look out and I would see the fence. And I would see the mm-hmm. end of my yard all the time. And it was very definite. There's that white fence. I painted the fence this um, musket brown, this really dark brown. Mm-hmm. And the fence went away. Oh, yes. Yes. I think you're right. That's a and, good point. Yeah. And I've, you know, and I've not really experienced, I don't, really use dark dark colors on the walls in my house certainly not in this one um so i haven't really played around with it in a room myself but i have read you know very experienced designers that they feel that really the dark colors do open up a space so you know don't limit yourself you might want to try it you know Mm -hmm. and see how it works how about this if you were to just paint, if it were a square room, I don't think this is going to work with an odd shaped room, but if you had a square or a rectangular room, you could paint basically a border, maybe two feet, three feet uh, wide border all the way around the room in a color different from the one in the center. I, maybe, a, I guess a different shade. I wouldn't say a different color, but a different shade of what's in the center. And then it would, I'm wondering if that wouldn't give the impression of a tray ceiling. Kind of an optical illusion. Oh, I bet it might. Yeah, kind of a trompe l'oeil, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, again, I wouldn't like, you know, hire the, the high school kid to do that. Like you'd want to get an experienced <laughs> painter or, you know, then research it and take it into your own hands and, you know, get your frog tape or whatever you need and, and give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That could be super cool. I think if somebody else did it, I would... <laughs> I would love it. It's if someone else came and did it? Yeah. Then you yeah, came back yeah, for not the me. weekend and yeah. it was done. You know, you know so yeah. Great. yeah, paint. And then having to do the painter's tape on top of that, I don't know. That's kind of beyond my patience level. That Well, it is. That's, you know, that is really the only thing that's holding me back from doing this. I keep talking about this gold in my bathroom. And I, just to get on the ladder and having your neck backwards, you know, for, for even though it's not a big room at all, but still, you know, you got to be careful because you don't want to get it on the molding and yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's hard painting a ceiling because you do end up, you know, you, you have to be careful. Don't, don't, don't hurt your someone. neck. Okay, I should hire someone. I kept thinking, well, wow. next time we have some uh, other painting that needs to be done, I'll just have someone do that too. I, I found – I found at our house, the best thing I did to save our marriage was to hire painters. There you go. So see, you know, that's just something you can do. Peter and I, like the last time we painted together, uh, we, it was our house out in Southampton and we were in there and he was like, I just want you to know, this is the last time I'm ever doing this. See, see. See, and it I'm was not such the a small one. bathroom. We're like, we'll do it together. We were like banging into each other. Like I'd be rolling and my elbow would be like hitting him in the head. <laughs> not good. Well, I still remember the paint that I spilled. Now it went on the plastic drop cloth. It wasn't a big deal, but I mean, he still refers to it as Lake Anita. Ah. So, uh, you know, so apparently he has some bitter memories about the whole thing because then we stepped in it 50 times. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, well, you know. That's why I have to do all these. If I can do it by myself, I'll do it. But if it requires help, I'm like, uh, so to hire somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to know. Know, know the strengths. Play to the strengths. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the wallpaper, that was only a one one and done with that, too. That was that was not – that didn't go well. No, I think, uh, you know, I think that's really hard to get right unless you've got – A married like- couple in a <laughs> tiny, like, bathroom that's really just big enough for one person to be in there. I mean, I'm just amazed we're still married. Right, with glue and <laughs> – Oh, and it was bad. Pr- patterns and lining things up and cutting things. No, it's not good. No, we do but- much better in more open space. Open space, yes. With no paint space. cans open. So. There you go. Out in the field somewhere. Let's go on to the crushies. What do we have today? Well, you know, I can only go so long without talking about food. Uh, So I have a favorite ice cream, but I don't really eat ice cream, which makes it a little difficult. Okay. Uh, This one is, (laughs) this one's actually made from cashew milk. So when I say ice cream. Okay. How do you milk a cashew? I don't know, but they do it. I see all those things in the store. I'm like, how do you do that? How do you milk an almond? I don't get it. But they, well, but I've had every non-dairy ice cream, you know, I've tasted just about all of them. And, you know, they're, most of them are meat, kind of so-so. This is the best one I've tasted. And that's why I'm sharing this one. So if you're looking for an ice cream that doesn't have dairy in it, I think you're going to love this one. Okay, it's, but seriously, do they smash what? up the Yeah, nuts? they grind it up with water. Okay. So somebody who has peanut allergies or nut allergies, I should say, can't have this. Well, I I don't want to I, be a big downer, but I'm just asking. I think I think peanuts tend to be the nut that most people are allergic to, and which isn't really a nut at all. Yeah. But yeah, you're going to have to make sure that yeah, there's almond milks, soy. I don't recommend that, but a uh, cashew. There's um, coconut. Yeah, okay. so there's a lot of options. Hemp, okay. your favorite. <laughs> Why is hemp my favorite? Because you made fun of me for liking the hemp seeds in my salad. Oh, the hemp seeds. Oh, okay. You gave me okay. such a hard time about it. Okay. Okay. That's why I'm saying that. Okay. So it's so delicious is the brand and it the the flavor is salted caramel and it oh. is a cashew nut ice cream, but salted caramel, but it also has chocolate bits in it. Oh. And it's delicious. And I think it's, I've seen it several different grocery stores. So I bet, I bet they have it. Oh, okay. Wherever you That are. sounds good. Yeah, it's really good. I tried, I'm not going to steal your crush, but I tried an ice cream recently and um, I'm going to have to do it as a crush a different day because I can't remember the name of it. It's like, was it real ice cream or? Yeah, it's real ice cream. Oh, wow. It's like, it's, I'm not sure if it's Llewellyn, something like that, but the packaging is beautiful. You would love the packaging. The color is, you would just love the color. And it was Earl Grey ice cream. Oh, mm, well, I'm not an Earl Grey person. Oh, I love Earl Grey. <laughs> the bergamot, I just love it. Oh, my God. So it's like Earl Grey with, you know, like vanilla. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not going to do that. That's my crush. But today. someone's going to love it. Yeah, someone's going like to love it. And I'm going yeah. to take a picture Go of it. Go for it. So what's your crush? Oh, so my crush is also sort of a food. It's a liquid. It's a liquid holder. Actually, it's a foldable wine rack. Really? Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So we uh, finally, it was kind of like the last bit of 
doing that needed doing here at the house. We organized the basement and had it really cleaned out. I mean, it was cleaned out a couple of times, but it's a small basement with like stone walls. And it used to, you know, it used to be sort of open. You could see right under the house. And so we had that all closed in during the renovation. I had a couple of shelves thrown up down there, but basically it got, you know, a place where I would go halfway down the stairs and then I just kind of throw the paper towels because I just didn't want to go down there. It just needed to be organized. And mm-hmm. there was just, you know, extra school supplies and all kinds of random things. Um, so tackled that, cleaned it all out, and then thought, well, it'd be a nice place to just put, you know, it's like a wine, it's not a wine cellar. It's not like we're going to have wine tastings down there in any, <laughs> or anything. But here's the thing. There's a spiral staircase to it. So either something had to be built down there or something had to be assembled or something. So I found this metal foldable wine rack and I was first saw it on Wine Enthusiast. So they supported it and it was like 120 bucks or something like that. And I was like, I'm going to check. And there was del- delivery. And I was like, I'm going to check on Amazon and see if it's they have it and then I could get Prime, no shipping. Mm-hmm, right. Sure enough, there it is, the Wine Enthusiast uh, rack. Wow. Yeah. So it's a foldable wine rack. It's $99 in the black finish. And then it's $94 or something in the gray finish, like a steel finish. And it holds 54 bottles. Well, that's a lot of wine. Do you have 54 bottles? Well, you know, I'm going to be ready if the big one ever happens. <laughs> Everybody My else goodness. will have water and granola bars and the Wilkinses will have the wine. We'll be okay. You'll, they'll be sloshing around over well, there. Well, you know, it's it needs to – I just don't want to have it on the floor. Like you need to have it, you know, have some presence. So, Yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we don't have to fill the whole thing up, but you never know. That's oh, fun. well, very nice. I'm I'm excited for you. Yeah, so I'll put the... Um, I said 54 bottles, huh? Yeah, they have one that also uh, just holds 36 bottles. Well, in our old house, 54. we had... 54. All- yeah, but our old house... I don't like- mean to focus on that, but yeah. 54. 54. Yeah. But, you know, if you have a wine room, like at our old house, we had uh, wooden ones. and I, they I don't had- have a wine room. Well, we didn't have a wine room, but some people do. But um, yes, I know some people. We do. just had, uh, you know, the wall, uh, but it was not a long wall, but it, there were the wooden ones all the way along the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was probably more than fifty-four. But they wow. weren't always filled in. Or I mean, well, you're in California. Yes, yes. But anyway, I think it's a good option. And um, a lot of the reviews say, you know, people, it was so easy to, you know, obviously there's no assembly, but in you could put it anywhere. Like just unfold it and put it in your kitchen, wherever it works Well, that's that's worth a lot. And, you know, a lot of people use that kind of as their decor to have a wine rack with yeah. wine bottles in it. Yeah. Okay. So we have a listener mm-hmm. question. And this is, I have to say, kind of a stumper. Oh, Yes. Um, Terry S been listening to the podcast, loves it. Thank you, Terry. Okay. She sent us a photo mm-hmm. of a book stand, like a book pedestal stand. It's almost like a, no, let me take that back. It's not really a pedestal. It's actually like a table, but it's, it's like a, a lectern, like a lectern. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you could put a book or a, I guess you could put a Bible or something. And she said when her kids were growing up, they actually used it a lot. Um, they they had the dictionary there. Oh. And, but it, it's in her entryway. Mm-hmm. Um, so picture it like the lecterns, they have a slanty top with, you know, sort of like that little to hold the piece book. of wood to hold it. It doesn't slide mm-hmm. off. But what does one do with that after 
your kids don't need to look up words anymore, or you could just ask Alexa what the word is, or you could look it up online. Mm-hmm. So and I assume a- there's no way to make it flat so that it's more of a tabletop. That's what I was thinking. But I mean, for the ice, I think it would be a lot of effort for what it is. I don't know if so. This it's is not, a I mean, but piece. some of these. Are adjustable. I guess that's all I'm asking. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not asking I, it for it to be remade. I was just wondering if that was. Yeah, I think that she would have said that if you could do that. But okay. I did look up because I was seeing oh any DIYs on this and let me see mm-hmm. if it, there was nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm Zippo, not surprised. Right, and then yeah. but then I saw a couple of uh, these these book lectern book stands, whatever you want to call them. There was one on first tips for thirty five thousand dollars. Wow. I know. And a lot of them were pretty expensive. And I thought, wow, I never even really considered well, well, this well. as she an item. To, maybe she should think about yeah, right. getting it appraised. So, so first things, Terry, I have no idea. I mean, yours looks like it's a very nice wooden one. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's vintage or not, but you might want to look into that. Oh, I'm sure it's vintage. They don't make those anymore. Yeah. I mean, who's making those, right? I mean, I, you could see like maybe Ethan Allen would have mm-hmm. made them. It kind of looks like it could be mm-hmm. like that kind of thing or Hickory or something like that. But that would have been a long right. time ago. Oh, yeah. Definitely a long time ago. So, Anita, please tell me you have a great idea on how to well, re- recycle I, I this thing. I can't, repurpose I can't, it. I can't call it a great idea, but I do have some thoughts. Okay. Um, there's just not a lot you can do with it because it's not a flat surface. So what exactly are you going to be able to put on this? So I came up with two very similar ideas. And one is to, uh, well, which basically involved putting basically like a piece of artwork the size of the lectern on the top. So maybe cutting a section of a map to put there or, I mean, measure it. Maybe just print out something and you might have to go to Kinko's or someplace to get to print it out on that size paper Or you can go to some of these places online that will print out, you know, artwork a particular size. So maybe, uh, you know, just kind of print out some artwork about that size. Or if you have uh, maybe a watercolor that's a print or an original, you could just place it on the lectern uh, without a frame. So that was kind of my idea is just kind of an artwork stand or something to display, you know, just kind of like almost lining it with some pretty paper. Yeah. But not glued on in case it's worth $30,000. Right, imagine. Yeah. Thanks, Anita. After I glued that (laughs) (laughs) adhesive wallpaper on there, the appraiser came. I know. So what was your idea? Well, my idea was more just moving it into a different room and using because I really was stumped too. I was thinking, oh, I guess you could put like a basket of succulents and it wouldn't slide off. And I'm like, but that's dumb. Why would you even want that there? So Terry has it currently in her entryway. I said, take it out of the entryway, Terry. Put something else mm-hmm. there. Put a longer table there. I see. It looks like from the photo that you have a big um, actually photograph of your family maybe framed above it. I would put something that's, uh, you know, going to be uh, – in scale with that under it, uh, as far as a console table or something like that for your entryway. And she was so cute how she described like there's a a drawer in this book stand. And she said, you know, they have various items in there, you know, like keys and whatnot, but there's a pen in there because the pizza guy seems, his pen never seems to work. <laughs> so clearly- Well, actually that was my uh, next thought is yeah. just open up a restaurant and use that to hold the menus. Oh yeah, that's a good- <laughs> There you go. 
It's the hostess stand. That's what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Well, I used to be a hostess in many a restaurant in my younger days. So I know. I stood at ones like that. Um, but how, if you're a cook, Terry, if you enjoy cooking a lot, maybe bring – is there a space in your kitchen? And then you could maybe put a cookbook opened, um, you know, and maybe, you know, just use that as mm-hmm. something, you know, it's partially practical and partially decorative. Um, there's I mean, your iPad stand. There's your iPad stand, <laughs> yeah, right? There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and then I was thinking, well, you know, a lot of people like standing desks these mm-hmm. days. Right, because that's true. people are working at home and you don't really get up and walk to the water cooler to visit people or whatever. You're like sitting on your tukus all day long. And so they want to stand up for part of the day. Could you use it for a standing desk? Would that be a help to anybody in your home if you have an office, something like mm-hmm. that? If anybody plays a musical instrument, you could use it for the music stand instead of or one your of those musical metal performances. Ones. Yes, you could that start, you're going to start doing. You yeah. could start giving speeches. <laughs> <laughs> you could take it to London and go to what's that park where everybody just makes their, their on their soapboxes, and you'd have a lectern. They'd probably all listen mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. But those were, uh, you know, it was a tough one. I always felt like, was this a joke, Terry? Like, this is a hard one. <laughs> she's she's trying to stump Somebody us. Somebody messing with us. But, I mean, I think we came up with some good stuff for that. That's a, a unique item. So let us know, Terry. When's yeah, the restaurant opening? We're, we're going to show up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, best of luck with all that, Terry. And thanks to everybody for listening uh, today. Um, I really hope you all do consider your fifth wall and all the opportunities that lie up there. And I think we brought Anita around, don't you? And definitely enter. And the- if you didn't like the episode, be sure to email us at decorating tips and tricks. <laughs> attention kelly but you remember yeah yeah i remember uh i I will be reading those so be kind um and definitely definitely enter the uh 150 diane james home giveaway Uh, you guys are going to be floored by what she's creating there in her connecticut workshop so thanks so much for hanging out with us today and remember we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home until next time to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.